Well, good morning and welcome to today's episode of Transform. We're going to do another episode in our little series entitled Stand Firm. Today, we're going to talk about standing firm in the Word of God. Welcome to today's message with Pastor Jim Balzano. And before I begin, I want to thank Park Home for our studio furniture and Made by Vogel for many of the other items in our studio. Paul said, take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. You see, here's what he said. The Word of God is the sword of the Spirit. The Word of God is a sword against the schemes of the devil. I have a weapon that I can use against the enemy of my soul, that one who I'm in battle with, that one whom I'm in a struggle with, that one that's trying to throw me down, grab me by the neck, and render me defeated. I have a weapon against him, and it's called the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. Whose sword is it? Well, it's interesting. Paul said it's the sword of the Spirit. The sword belongs to the Spirit of God. Peter said this. Peter said, but know this, that no prophecy of Scripture is a matter of one's own interpretation, for no prophecy was ever made by an act of human will, but men moved by the Holy Spirit spoke from God. Paul told Timothy, all Scripture is inspired by God, and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for reproof, correction, for training in righteousness, so that the man of God may be adequately equipped for every good work. If all Scripture is God-breathed, therefore all Scripture is Holy Spirit-spoken, because the Holy Spirit will only speak what He hears. Okay, So therefore, all Scripture is God-breathed. Think about the Apostle Paul, who at one time in his life was a Pharisee named Saul, who was persecuting the church. You know what he knew? He knew the Word of God, but he didn't know Christ. You see, there's an interesting thing there. I know a lot of people that are really versed in the Bible, but sometimes I have to wonder, do they actually know Jesus? We can know the Word of God and we and not know the one who is the Word. You can there's a lot of people out there that that have this incredible knowledge of the Word of God, and yet there's not a believing knowledge or a saving knowledge of who Jesus is. You see, if you know the word, but you don't know Christ, then I don't know that you actually know the word because the word is a person and is the person of Jesus. Here's what the Bible says about the word. It says, for the word of God is living and active and sharper than any two-edged sword, and it pierces as far as the division of soul and spirit of both joints and marrow, and is able to judge the thoughts and the intentions of the heart. The Holy Spirit uses the sword if you will, or what we would call the word today, to separate the flesh and the spirit of man. The fact of the matter is we all have fleshly stuff, we all have carnal stuff, and we have this spirit man. And what is it that separates the two? What is it that defines them? What is it that is the thing that'll that'll, that'll divide them between flesh and spirit? Well, the Bible says it's the word of God. Now think about this. Paul was a man that he had rich traditions. He had thinking that was shaped from the time he was a child. He had feelings, he had intentions, and all of these things, and all of a sudden, his life was pierced by something. What was it pierced by? It was pierced by the very Word of God. That Word separated his traditions from what, uh, from that of the Spirit. His, the Word which came in and separated the thinking of the flesh and the thinking of the Spirit. You see, we naturally live from a fleshly nature, but the Holy Spirit uses the Word 
to get us to live from a spirit realm. And he does that by using the word as a sword to cut away those fleshly parts. We stand firm because this word, it brings us to having faith in Christ. Bible says, so faith comes from hearing and hearing by the word of Christ. It is only the word of Christ that we come to salvation. We stand firm because the word of God lives in us, right? Listen, if you're saved, the spirit of God lives in you. And if the spirit of God lives in you, therefore the word of God should live in you. If the word of God lives in you, the sword of the spirit is within you. Think about this age we're living in right now. There's a lot of narratives. A narrative doesn't have to be true. There's a lot of false narratives out there. The enemy of your um, soul, the Bible says, is a liar. Jesus said he's a liar. His native tongue is falsehood. And in this age of narratives, how are we going to know what is true? How are we going to stand firm? You're going to stand firm with the word of God. You're going to stand firm by being able to do, to use this sword in order to defeat the enemy who's trying to bring falsehood into your life. Now, we stand firm because through the spirit, we actually swing the sword of the spirit. Paul was pierced with the sword. He was filled with the sword and he swung that sword. Think about Paul for a minute. What happened in his life? There was a moment where he was able to wield the sword of the spirit because he first yielded to the sword of the Spirit. There's a point in all of our lives where we have to understand we've got to yield to the Word of God. When we yield to the Word of God, all of a sudden it becomes something that we can then wield with power in our life. When we use the Word of God, we swing hand in hand with the Spirit. It's His Spirit. But when I'm using the Word, you know I'm now swinging hand in hand? It's like when you take your little, uh, maybe it's your son or your daughter or your grandchild, and you want to teach him how to hit a golf ball or teach him how to hit a baseball. And what do you do? You put your hands on that bat with them and you help them swing that. And together you swing and together you hit that ball. You know, when you're using the word, you are swinging hand in hand with the spirit of God. I don't know about you, but if I'm going to swing hand in hand with somebody, I want it to be the spirit of God. We don't use this. We don't use the sword independently of the spirit of God. With the sword of the spirit, we're able to parry any blow that the enemy uh, inflicts upon us. Jesus was in the wilderness and he parried every blow of the enemy with these words. It is written. It is written. It is written. It's with the sword of the spirit, we pierce the very darkness of the enemy. With the word, Paul was able to pierce and to parry the works of the enemy. It was with the word that Paul was able to persuade men. It was with the word that Paul was able to set the captive free. The schemes of the devil bow to the sword of the spirit. We stand firm today. There's a lot of narrative. There's a lot of words out there. There's a lot of people talking. But here's the deal. You and I stand firm because through the word, we're able to stand firm and stand our ground. We stand firm against the enemy because the devil bows to the word of God. We see it in scripture. And so if you want him to bow, use the word. Have a great week.